Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 314 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie has a touch of the laryngitis. Just so you know, she feels great, but the voice, it's struggling a little bit. Even still, that doesn't stop us from talking about our team's football games this past weekend. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're going to get an update on Melanie's Christmas decorations, all sorts of fun. We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that already. It's at patreon.com slash bigboo. Our most recent episode is a little bit of a behind the scenes at the business part of our lives and how we juggle friendship and business. Well, we don't even really have to juggle it, but just how all those dynamics work together. It was super fun to record. Also, feel free to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. Finally... Just a reminder, there's a link in our show notes to our holiday gift guide. So if you need some gift ideas, feel free to check that out. Alrighty, y'all, as always, thank you so much for being here, and we hope you enjoy episode 314. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. I just like to go on the record that I last week said I felt like this was your future. I felt like this is where you were headed. You did. You know the trajectory of all of my things, you know. I didn't know that it was headed to this dire of a situation. Well, not to sound too much like a mom, but to sound every bit like my own mama, there's something about a cough you get. <laughs> yes. You are about to maybe have a bout of bronchitis. And it was just starting last week. But yeah. but what people may not know is that you are vastly improved over where you've been the last couple of days. Oh, listen, I woke up. I, I had started to lose it on Saturday, which we'll get to the football game. But I had started to lose it before the football game on Saturday. Right. And I mean, I woke up Sunday morning and walked out to Honey's kitchen table and I was like, good morning, everyone. Like it was, there was nothing. I can't even imagine the combination of where you are in terms of your laryngitis and then <laughs> the football game as well. We'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But we're actually recording a day later than we usually do because we needed to give your voice some time. As I told you yesterday, you needed to take care of your instrument. It's exactly um, right. I said, I felt like Whitney Houston. You know what I mean? Like I was like, sorry, I can't talk. You know, I had to text everybody. Uh-huh. Melanie's on vocal rest, everyone. I'm on vocal rest for my job. I'm on vocal rest. I suggested maybe that we get Gully on so she could talk for you if need be. So I'm actually, well, I would love to have Gully here, but I'm 
I'm glad you're so much better today. This is, this feels like an upward shift compared to where you've been. It does feel it's better for sure. It was funny because Caroline called me yesterday and I didn't talk to her Sunday because I left Sunday morning. So she hadn't talked to me and I had just texted and I said, oh, I lost my voice. And she called me yesterday morning to ask me a question about this, I don't know, jury duty or something. And I answered the phone and I was like, hello. And she was like, oh, never mind. Like she, what is that? Why is it that when a parent did something like laryngitis or something, like it's infuriating? What is that? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I was the same way when I was her age. Like, mm-hmm. God, why can't you talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never mind. And Never I was like, mind. well, I can listen. You can tell me the problem and then I can text you my answer. Right. But this is where I am right now. Right. Okay. Well, let's give your voice a break and we'll we'll kick it mm. off because we both had exciting football weekends. Well, listen. mine was really pre-weekend. So by the way, have you had a medicine ball yet from Starbucks? Oh, several. Uh-huh. Well, they're sold out at my Starbucks, but thankfully I have all the stuff here to make them. Okay. So um, I've done that. And I've also had my organic cough syrup. I didn't know there was such a thing. Well, I didn't either, but I ordered it just in time. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Okay, so Thursday, of course, was Thanksgiving. And Mississippi State played Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl Thanksgiving night. Now, here's what, what you don't even know, Melanie, because we haven't talked about it. Um, Of course, the week of the Egg Bowl last week, all the speculation going on about is Lane Kiffin going to go to Auburn. So yeah. Twitter is just on fire all week with the Lane Kiffin staff and a reporter from Columbus, Mississippi comes out and says he's going and then Kiffin fires back at him. And then Kiffin just plays troll for like two yeah. or three days <laughs> with it, which that's a separate discussion that we don't have to imagine have. that. Uh-huh. But, but I didn't, I didn't love any of that, but anyway, but, but, all that to say, the game is is going to be played Thanksgiving night. Now, I wake up Thanksgiving morning, and I walk into the kitchen, and I'm as I'm making my coffee, I hear something shatter, and I don't know what oh. it is. And so I walk back towards the living room, which is where the sound came from, and I <clears> look, <throat> and one of our Mississippi State Christmas ornaments has fallen to the ground and shattered into a bajillion pieces. Oh no. For no reason at all. Like nobody was even in the room. There was mm-hmm. there, there's no logical explanation for why this hadn't happened. And I thought to myself, well, this doesn't feel like a good sign. <laughs> this this feels ominous. So when we get to Thanksgiving lunch, I tell my sister, I was like, listen, one of our state ornaments fell off the tree just for no reason this morning. And she was like, listen, here's why. Here's why it fell. We're going to shatter mm-hmm. records. That's what it means. Oh, we're gonna, good. We're going to shatter records. We're mm-hmm. gonna, And so we tried, you know, to pretend like it was, it was all okay. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, it hung over my head all day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. anyway. We we eat lunch. We all take naps that afternoon. We get back over to my sister's house and we start to watch the game. And at halftime, you know, that game is always crazy. It's yes. always, there's always something that happens, whether it's the player, you know, lifts his leg in the end yeah. zone and there's a missed extra point as a result of the penalty or, you know, Nick Fitzgerald's ankle gets broken. It's just yes. crazy. And so this year it was rain. It just pour down raining like especially the second half of the game so at halftime 
I was like, okay, we're going to go home. We're going to try to to shift this mojo a little bit because I know that's not a real thing, but you know, this is what you do as a sports. Oh, player. I know. Oh, yeah. And so we come home. David goes into our bedroom to watch. Alex and I are in the den, and somehow we start we start to to move the ball. Like yeah. we realize, you know, what we should do as a football team: run. You know, yeah. what we're good at doing running. You know, yeah. what we don't need to do in the rain: throw. And yeah. so we we start to move the ball. It gets very exciting, and then there is um, a final touchdown by us in the end zone that was actually a pass, but. Um, they they start throwing things on the field and yeah. and throwing <clears> things <throat> at the player <clears throat> and which was a, an interesting choice but all that to say at the end of the game state wins 24-22 we're so excited so happy that we won that game cuz it's leech's first time to win the egg bowl great for the players 8 and 4 season and we see as the players are running around the field there starts to be a video circulating on social media people through chairs like onto the oh field. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, oh. I just think it's maybe a game. It's fun that it's on Thanksgiving, but maybe, maybe there's too much time for merriment and adult That's... beverages when it's at nighttime. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thing. But anyway, yeah. we were delighted. With the rivalry games, the hatred is so real. Oh my and gosh. I felt every bit of that because we were sitting on the, Carrie Perry, listen. Perry, Caroline, and I were sitting on the couch watching that game Thanksgiving night, and I kept wanting to text you, but there again, the whole superstition thing, and I kept thinking y'all were going to get enough ahead, and I was like, nope, still nope. too soon, still too soon. Fumbled on the one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I literally never texted you during that whole game because I was I like, it never felt safe. It never felt safe. I know, and as I told you afterwards, it still didn't feel safe like 40 minutes later. Like, there's there still a way we can lose it because that could yeah. still happen. So anyway, it was it was delightful. It was it was a little unexpected given the fact that the ornament shattered on Thanksgiving morning. Our yes. defense played lights out. Yeah, they Zach did. Arnett, who's our defensive coordinator, was just amazing with how he yes. helped those guys adjust. And I'm going to tell you that for me, the real MVP post game was the Mississippi State Graphics Department who killed it with the stuff that they put on Twitter. <laughs> it was so good. The stuff mm -hmm. that they're still posting, it's so good. And the, my favorite, because you know, Lane Kiffin is big on come to the sip, which, yeah, listen, the sip's listen, not a thing. But That dumb sweatshirt he had on that said sip. Yeah. I'm like, that's the dumbest sweatshirt. But they um, posted a graphic, the state's athletic department did, of Mike Leach standing in front of a pirate vessel. And it said, come to the ship. And I really appreciated <laughs> it. <laughs> I really appreciated it. During the holiday season, we're all looking for gifts that are unique and personal. So I am super excited to share with you a gift idea that I think inspires curiosity and travel and culture. It's the gift of Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you'll finally be able to discover the wonder that comes with learning a new language. 
I think this is so great because we actually have some friends who are so eager to get back to Paris. They can't wait to take a trip. And Babbel is the perfect way to help them get ready for their trip, to help them brush up on their French and learn a little bit more maybe than they have known before. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and your accent. If you have an accent like mine, you need help with that when you're learning a new language. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcast games, video stories, and even live classes. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your language learning journey today with Babbel. This is such a great way to give your traveling friends a gift they will use over and over again. And right now you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash big boo. That's babbel.com slash big boo for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. All my Ole Miss friends were really nice about about the game, including one of my Ole Miss nephews. But, you know, it's just, it's heated. It's a heated oh, game. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and, I mean, watching, like, Michigan-Ohio State this past weekend. Or, oh, yeah. I mean, like, those rivalry games are another level. Clemson, South yeah. Carolina, like, it's just a different kind of deal. So, between the state men's basketball team winning on Wednesday and then the Cowboys won on Thursday and the Bulldogs won on Thursday and our women's basketball team won. Well, they won one and lost one, but it was a real good week for sports. And your Texas A&M Aggies, as I, I also maybe predicted slightly last week, yes. were victorious over the LSU Tigers. Listen, won't he do it is what I'm going to say. <laughs> I... Okay, so let me let me walk y'all through that situation. Okay. First of all, let me say before I say anything else, does this change one thing about how I feel John James Fisher has coached over the season? It doesn't. It doesn't. So we've we've already announced one dismissal of our, I'm going to use an air quotes, offensive coordinator, Daryl Dickey, who I think was asked to fall on his sword yesterday. Okay. Um, but Caroline texted me yesterday after she realized I couldn't talk. And she said, what do you think about what's going on? And I said, I think I need to see at least three more people fired before I feel good. Okay. So let me just say that. Okay. Um, um, okay. So Caroline and I, we had a lovely Thanksgiving. I'll back up. We had a lovely Thanksgiving. Mimi and Bops came over. We had a great lunch. We had a good time. It was all good. We had a great break with Caroline home, although I felt like she slept a large majority of it. Same. The college kids, so yeah. tired. So tired. Oh, my gosh. So we had a great time. And then she and I drove back to College Station on Friday, and we rode together because we decided I could ride home with Gully on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Caroline and I rode together, which that was fun, had a little road trip. Get there that night. Um so, so there was midnight yell practice, which I was like, I'll go. I, I love midnight yell practice, but I also hate it because it's at midnight. Sure. But in the Lord's provision, because bad weather was coming in, they moved it to seven o'clock. Which really makes so much more sense. Listen, let me tell you something. So we met her boyfriend, Grayson's family, and we all went to yell practice together at seven o'clock. And then a big group of us went to go eat dinner after. And I was like, this is the way this should always be done. Yes. And I even made the comment, because, you know, Aggies, we say if we do something one time, it becomes a tradition. And I was like, 
after we beat LSU, I was like, could we say that maybe it was the seven o'clock yell practice? You know, like yes. that from now on, seven o'clock yell is the way to go. Let's claim it. Let's claim it. I just think, I mean, why are we staying up till midnight? It's so <laughs> late. And it's not even the midnight. It's that by the time you get back to your car, park and get home, it's two in the morning before you go to bed, you know? Right. Like, yeah. And, and in college, that was great. When you're 51, not so great. Right. Right. So anyway, we had a fun dinner Friday night. That was super fun. Saturday morning slept in because it was the first time we hadn't had an 11 o'clock game in weeks. And so we went out and tailgated. Um, again, with Grayson's family, and that was super fun. Had a great time with them. And it was kind of a weird, the whole, it was just weird because it was a holiday weekend. And it just, and I think because of our record, nothing was as crowded as it should have been. Like it just right. felt so weird. And like the core was off. So there wasn't an official march in. So everything just felt kind of like empty in a way. Yeah. Hey, let's play a football game. <laughs> yeah. Like we sat and ate at the Chick-fil-A in the student center before the game. And I'm mm-hmm. like, when could you ever even get near the Chick-fil-A in the student center? You know, like, right. I don't know, it was just kind of weird. But anyway, so then I meet Gully. So Gully and Will were driving in late because he had basketball practice. So Gully and I met, Caroline met up with her friends, you know, and here's my thing. Is Aggies, did we all say before the game, I mean, I think we could win, you know, mm-hmm. like we all kind of believed, like, I think it could happen. But did we really think it would, given how we struggled against UMass the week before? Right, really. right. So Gully and I get up in our seats. We're in my seats. How how you doing with your voice, by the way? I feel like I know how. Listen, I'm powering through. I'm giving it all right here. I appreciate. I feel like this is just a really heroic effort. I feel like oh. it's just a self sacrificial <laughs> effort on your part. But but we're with you. I just want to make sure you're okay. Hey, I'm okay. Okay. But listen, let me also say that your voice sounding like this when you're married to somebody who's already hard of hearing is real problematic. Let's let's put a pin in that. Let's put a pin <laughs> in that. Come back to it. <laughs> I have worn eyeglasses since I was in the sixth grade, so I know all too well how easy it is to get into a rut when it comes to your frames. So I understand change is always hard and changing up your glasses is probably harder than it should be. And that's why most people stick to one basic set of frames, which isn't exactly fun, but who can afford new glasses for every single occasion? Well, with Pair Eyewear's customizable magnetic top frames, changing up your look is a snap, literally. And to top it off, it's also easy on your bank account. For a limited time, you can stock up on style with 20% off during Payer's holiday sale. I love my Payer glasses, and I love them because, one, they're affordable. It's so much easier to buy one base pair of frames and then swap out the top frames. I have some neon ones. I have some bright blue ones. I can kind of mix and match according to my mood, and they're super fun. They have all kinds of collections like Marvel and Harry Potter and limited edition holiday designs. With the price of frames, it's no wonder most people stick to wearing the same glasses pretty much every day. But with Pear, you can break up the monotony without breaking the bank. You can choose from a range of iconic base shapes starting at just $60, including prescription glasses. And then you choose from hundreds of matching magnetic top frame designs that make it so easy to switch up your look. Even better, Pear knows that vision is essential. Today, over 200 million children worldwide need glasses and cannot get them. So for every pair you buy of Pear Eyewear glasses, 
prepare provides classes to a child in need. This holiday season, celebrate changing things up whenever you feel like it with Pear. For a limited time, shop Pear's holiday sale for 20% off. It's their biggest sale of the year. Just go to PearEyewear.com for 20% off. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com. Gally and I get in our seats. We kind of, or you know, we get there and it's like, right before all the pregame stuff is supposed to happen. And so we're standing in our seats and our buddy, one of our sixth grade buddies is behind us. And he was like, Hey, do y'all remember me? And we were like, heck yeah. And like, so we're high-fiving with our little friend. He introduced us to his family who were delightful. So sweet. It was so sweet. It was so fun. Um, And then the game started. And I'm going to tell you, this was my overall thing the entire game. Where has this team been all Mm -hmm. season? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what, what, what is going on? Like, and you could even tell, and you texted me this during the game, but even when they ran out of the tunnel, like they came out and the team, the energy on the sidelines, mm-hmm. I was like, we haven't had this energy on the sidelines all season. We were jumping up and down. We were waving our 12th man towels. Yep. They looked hyped to be there. You could tell in the tunnel. I was like, what has happened? Like what? Yeah. yeah. There was, there was, I think I told you this when I texted you too, like there was some spiritedness just in Uh general on the sideline, which we could see, but like, even with, I felt like to me, the place I noticed it the most was on the offensive line. Like it just felt like they were quicker. They were, they were, they were back on the line faster. Like, I don't know. It was just something different. It just felt like there was a hustle that has been missing. Also, um, running the ball for y'all too. I yes, mean, yes, it was a good, I, a good strategy. If that's what all Jimbo's pieces of paper would lead him to do, yeah, then I, I think maybe go with that next year, you know? Yeah. Well, that was the whole thing is like, I just, and I get a chain had been out the last two games because mm-hmm. he was hurt, hmm, but I mean, a chain, God, uh, what a player. What I a mean, player. I mean, he, he, to me, it's like watching Cadillac Williams coach. Yes. You know, like just that enthusiasm you see on the sidelines and that sort of relentless determination, even if it's not going his way, you you so get that with A-Chain and with his body language and just he made something out of nothing over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. He like in the fact, I mean, that was it because it was like he would run, but the way he pressed to get like two or three more Mm -hmm. yards, which makes all the difference. The second effort. Uh It's the second effort. (laughs) And I don't, he can technically leave. And I would assume he probably is going to declare for the draft. I mean, people are speculating, but like the thing was, is given the season we had, he didn't have to even come back and play that game. He could have been like, you know what? I've been injured. I'm going to sit this one out. It's not worth it. But like that to me, like I want a whole team of that. Like you yeah. give me a whole team of that and I'm, I'm in because like the grit and the, and the heart and like playing for your brothers and like yeah. leaving it all on the field and representing Texas A&M, like that is what I want. Yeah. Then Connor Wigman, yeah. I feel like we watched him step up and like yeah, take a leadership sure. role. Mm-hmm. He never looks scared. He no, knows he when to tuck the ball and run. He He's, you can just tell, you know, when you watch those certain players where you're like, he just instinctively gets the game. Like, yeah. And instinctively knows how to lead. Yes. I mean, I felt like watching him go back to the sidelines. Uh You just know when somebody instinctively knows how to lead. And yeah, that was really, I I don't know. I thought that was, that was really fun to watch. Um, 
And I think too, if you've rewatched the game or if anybody saw the game when it was happening, to listen to Greg McElroy and Joe Tessitore, who were the announcers for that game, uh-huh. so many of the same things about A-Chain that Melanie just said. Like they could, yeah. they over and over again, like what a team guy he is. Yeah. How yeah. big of him to come back and play when he didn't have to. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing. I loved it. I love the heart. And then, I mean, I have to talk about Moose Muhammad's one-handed catch. Oh my gosh, that catch. I stood up off the couch <laughs> when he caught that ball. Like I, I could not believe that catch. And what was as fun as watching him catch that ball was watching them pan to his daddy in the, yes. in the stadium. Like, yes. Unbelievable. God, that kid Un- is an athlete. Mm-hmm. God, I mean, he's got, you know, and Evan Stewart, who is our big five-star, I feel like gets all the hype and don't get me wrong. He's super talented, but like Moose Muhammad, I mean, his hands, I mean, cause then he had another incredible, like a 35 yard catch at one point. I yep. mean, he is just something, I mean, what an athlete and like, and the fact that Wigman, the ball placement for them to catch those balls too. I yes. was like the whole thing, listen, it filled me with hope. I'm yes. back on the train next season. Jenny, who listens, who, you know, forever has listened yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. She sent me a message in my DMs that was pretty much verbatim what I was going to say on the podcast, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I felt like I saw some leadership. I saw some young players step up. I saw some freshmen grow up overnight, and I feel good about next season. And I said, this all feels very accurate, and yeah. I'll own it. Yeah, this is this is your cycle. This is your it cycle is. with the Aggies. But listen, you recognize the cycle. Yeah. You know what you're headed into. If y'all don't think that Melanie is not going to be, at the very least, cautiously super optimistic come <laughs> come fall of 2023, you don't you don't know this pattern at all. No. There's for sure some promise. And Yeah, they looked good. And I got real tickled. You know, watching a game with Gully is the best ever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because they kept showing every now and then they showed Brian Kelly on the big screen. And every time Gully be like, that's right. You've never played at night. It caught field, <laughs> Brian Kelly. And I just appreciate the level of trash talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did look like he was about to throw up the entire day. No, I, I think I texted you at one point that he looks like he's about to vomit. Yeah. He, there was a point where they cut to him towards the end of the game. And I thought I saw a slight cast of green mm-hmm. on his face. Like he just looks sick. But mm-hmm. you have to think like given the season they've had, I mean, they just, they could not get it together. Mm-mm. And I like LSU. Like me too. I really know, like, don't hate one LSU. My favorite teams. And mm-hmm. so, but they, they did not play at the same level they have played for most of the season. And I saw a bunch of stuff over the weekend and I saw something even last night about how the SEC West is weak or whatever. And I thought, well, I can see like, there's not been one super dominant team in the West, Yeah, but is that because it's weaker? Or is that because there's more parity? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer to that question. I just no. don't think, I just think it's been a more chaotic season than most in the West because Alabama has not completely dominated. Yeah. And so because Alabama has not completely dominated, it's like, oh, well, the West, but I, I, I think it's been kind of fun. Like it's every week has been a toss up. And so no, nothing makes sense if you look at it on paper, nothing. No. Well, and that's like, so Billy Luigi on Tex Ag said, he said, if you had told me before the season started that we were going to beat 
I mean, we essentially beat three top 10 ranked teams this mm-hmm. season. He said, if you had told me that we were going to beat those teams and that we were going to come within the last minute of being able to beat Alabama, I would have said our record was going to be 11 and one this year, you yeah. know, like, and so to look and go, and in fact, our record is not 11 and one. <laughs> right. right. It's such a weird, but the whole season, because I thought, who would have thought, like, number one, I didn't see Michigan beat an Ohio State. I would have no. picked Ohio State every time in that game. So I apologize, Michigan, for that because yeah. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see South Carolina beating Clemson. I didn't either. I did I mean, not. I did not either. Mm-mm. It's just a weird, like, when you really, you think you have three teams that I guess are now all undefeated. And then that fourth team, which I get, that's why LSU fans are so sick because that could have been their spot. I oh, mean, yeah. like, oh, yeah. And of course, Alabama fans are like, we're still in it. We're yeah. <laughs> Always. We're still in it. Which, who knows? They may still be in it. I mean, that you know, could. I mean, I would love for two SEC teams to be in it, but, mm-hmm. but, you know, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. That's right. I mean, that's why we play the game. That's mm-hmm. why you play the game. Because that's, that's why what I've I always played the game, Melanie. That is why well, I have <laughs> always, why I continue to play the game. This episode is brought to you by Monk Pack. Monk Pack offers low sugar, keto-friendly bars, which are plant-based, gluten-free, and non-GMO. They're the perfect snack for anyone who is trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste. Monk Pack keto granola bars and nut and seed bars contain one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and each bar contains 150 calories or less. I happen to love the dark chocolate sea salt bar. It is the perfect mixture of sweet and salty, which is one of my favorite things and it's such a good way to have a sweet treat in the middle of the afternoon and not feel guilty about it. Monk Pack Bars have an amazing chewy texture and come in delicious flavors plus they just launched two new decadent bars that are quickly becoming favorites dark chocolate cocoa and peanut butter cocoa chip. They are perfect for a quick breakfast, a snack between Zoom calls, or a guilt-free indulgent dessert. By shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store and have Monk Pack delivered right to your door. And please know, these bars are not just for people who are eating keto. They're a great snack for anyone looking to reduce their sugar intake while still enjoying delicious snacks. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code BIGBOO at checkout. To get started, just go to monkpack.com, that's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, and select any product, then enter the code BIGBOO at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. And listen, I was thrilled we beat LSU, and I get that I mean, our students needed a win. It had been a long season, and I felt like for the ones that were there, we've just hung in or whatever. But um, Grayson's mom had made the comment before the game. She's like, I hope if we win, we don't rush the field. We act like we've been there before. And I was like, same. I was like, we don't need to rush the field. And I'm like, oh, we sure did rush the field. We sure did. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, well. I mean, it was, you know, it was a little bit of light at the, at the end of what has been a mostly dark road. So <laughs> very dark, very, very dark road. <laughs> well, and Wherever. y'all mess us up, honestly, y'all, I, not that, that, that takes one, one thing away from your victory, but the fact that South Carolina won and that y'all won, it changed the bowl, like however they dictate which SEC teams go where. And so now the prediction is that we're going to end up, I think, at the Gator Bowl against Notre Dame. Oh, so. listen. 
I may have to order a Mississippi State sweatshirt just for that. <laughs> That's just a prediction. Well, we won't know for sure until we get all these conference championships out of the way. But but it did shake things up this past weekend just because you had, you know, like, and I think Shane Beamer said something to the effect about Jesse Palmer on ABC Friday night saying, like, Clemson really needs to have, like, a defining victory here and how people kind of counted South Carolina out of that thing before it even started. Yeah. And which Spencer Rattler, I mean, you got to give it to him. I mean, he has really, he has, he has really gotten it done the last two weeks in particular, but um, because South Carolina won, because A&M won, it, it changed where everybody goes. Yeah. So it's all a fruit basket turnover. Here we go against the fighting Irish, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can get on board for that. Mm -hmm. I would be on board for that. Anything else going on besides the fact that you don't have a voice? Well, I haven't been able to talk to anybody. So there's sure. That. No, I did. Some, I, I've been trying to finish up some Christmas shopping. Well, I say finish up. By finish up, I mean start. Um, yeah. I've just, I've struggled this year to figure out what to get people, um, mm-hmm. specifically my child. And then Perry's mom keeps emailing me and asking what to get her. And I'm like, I don't know what to get her. Like she's hard to. My four. And so Perry can't hear you, though, when you talk? Oh, listen, he got home. So he'd been hunting all weekend because he left for the ranch, of course, when we left for Mm -hmm. College Station. And so I hadn't talked to him Sunday. I just said, I'll, you know, I'll see you when we get home. We texted. And so when I opened up the back door, when he pulled up and I was like, hey, and he was like, what? And there again, kind of annoyed. Like, what did you do? And I'm like, Listen, I can't explain how damp and cold it was all weekend, too. That's the whole problem because yell practice was damp and cold. The game was so windy and cold. So I'm like, it didn't help my situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Perry can't hear anyway. Right. So he said, right. he, so he, he told me he's going to get me an Etch-a-Sketch to wear around my <laughs> neck. So what I'm saying is the sympathy has just been flowing over here. Off the charts. Uh-huh. Off the charts, sympathy. And so at dinner, I'm wanting to tell him everything because he's like, tell me about the weekend. And I mean, <laughs> if you could have heard me and he's like leaning in, like he's really trying. And I'm like, you can't hear me. And then at one point I was saying something and I'd taken a bite of food. So I was kind of, and he was like, if you cover your mouth and I can't read your lips, I'm out. And he's like, I can't. <laughs> so that's where we are. So I laughed because Gully and I always say when we get back home, we call it re-entry, like when you have to re oh, back into real life, you know. 100%, yeah. And so she texted me Sunday night and she's like, how's re-entry going over there? And I was like, it's good, mainly because we can't talk to each other. Like there's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no possibility for disagreement or conflict yeah. because it's, it turns out we can't communicate. Mm-mm. But I've been surprised at how much Perry could still talk when I can't respond. I just like <laughs> nod my head. Like, yeah. Every once in a while, this might be his best case scenario. I mean, you know, he's just, just a wide open arena for him to share his thoughts and, uh-huh. yeah. you know, yeah. pontificate a little bit, maybe. Yeah. And I've gotten to hear a lot of stories, which it was kind of good because he and Caroline had gone hunting. Caroline shot a buck on Wednesday night. So I got to hear that whole story from him. I've gotten to hear lots of his stories. Well, we had, when I say everybody come here for Thanksgiving, I say that in quotation marks because it was just daddy. Because, mm-hmm. of course, my sister and her husband are already here. Alex was home. And then we thought at one point some of our extended family was going to come, but they didn't come. And so... All that to say, we went on Wednesday night and I've mentioned before, there's a country club in our neighborhood. And so they had like a a dinner, like a salad bar kind of dinner and bingo. 
And so we had decided like, why not? That's yeah. something to do. Let's go play bingo. So we go up there. We go play bingo. I'm going to tell you that Alex and I did some of our best trash talking ever. <laughs> but we had, it was actually, it was so fun. And I have said so many times since, I haven't played bingo in a long time. And we were playing three cards a piece. Um, and it was all different varieties of bingo. We played vertical bingo, horizontal bingo, covered the card bingo, you know, making a tea bingo, all kinds of all kinds of different ones. But I haven't concentrated like that in a while. Like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know, like where all that exists is the sound of somebody calling numbers and letters. And then my job is to to find, figure out if I have that on my card. That's it. That's all that's going on in the world and for, for this little period of time. And it was delightful. It was delightful. So that was actually a super fun way to spend, you know, a night that Maybe we wouldn't have had anything to do because not a whole lot is open. And so anyway, we enjoyed that. And then it's fun. Yeah, we did lunch on on Thanksgiving Day. And then I really spent the rest of the weekend in just varying iterations of pajamas. Yes. And with watching football to the point that Sunday night, I was like this. I think this is enough football. I think I have seen as much as I can as I can absorb over the span of about 72 hours. I've watched so many games. And so I actually started to watch the new season of The Crown. Over the last year, I have really tried to up my supplement game. Melanie is a good inspiration for that. And I have to say, Ewe Life is the best omega-3 supplement I have used. The form of omega-3 in Ewe Life gives you 1.7 times more absorption than fish oil or krill oil, or even other brands of algae oil. It's the world's highest absorption of any source of omega-3. Ewe Life's proprietary formula goes right to your bloodstream for more absorption and more health benefits. In a clinical study, Ewe Life's cholesterol formula helped reduce bad VLDL cholesterol by 25% on average in just three months. No matter how old or young you are, you can reap the benefits of Ewe Life. Adding Ewe Life Algae Omega-3s to your self-care supplements is a must to support your skin, eyes, heart, brain, joints, and overall wellness. And all of Ewe Life's products are plant-based, vegan, and sustainably farmed in the U.S. I love taking this particular supplement because it helps me feel like I'm doing something to support my overall wellness which is always a priority. It's never too late or too early to start taking Ewe Life Algae Omega-3s. Go to eweelife.com slash bigboo and use code bigboo22 to save 30% on your first purchase of any Ewe product. Take advantage of this limited time offer today. I-W-I-L-I-F-E dot com slash bigboo, code bigboo22 for 30% off your first purchase. eweelife.com slash bigboo code big boo 22 these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease so i think now i'm on episode i just finished episode four last okay. night okay. of the crown i finished it last night okay all mm-hmm. right well here's what here's what i will say i didn't expect to immediately like be into it like I was but immediately I was into it like these are these are my friends they're a little older now uh I I remember these people I'm ready to to see what's happening with them and then the second thing is the actress who is who plays Diana yes 
I don't know what sort of intensive training she did. I know. To, to learn her facial expressions. Mm-hmm. But it is eerie almost. Yeah. Like how she looks out of her eyes. Not that I was friends with Diana. Yes. But I mean, I, I did watch her every move for a couple of decades and as much as I could and every interview she did, you know, any, and it's crazy how much they resemble one another. And so that's a whole fascinating thing. Yeah. And even when I got to the episode that focused more on Muhammad Uh Al-Fayed, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like this feels like a a hard left. Yeah. but then I also didn't know some of those connections Yes, to, you know, different pieces of the royal family. And it, I thought it was very touching. Like, I thought it was really, mm-hmm. it, I was surprised by how much I was like, oh, this adds a whole dimension to these stories that I didn't necessarily know. So I, I really like it. So, yeah, no, I I thought it was really good from start to finish. I think the crown is interesting because like the episode about the Fayeds, it does what the crown does where it just drops you in the middle of a scenario and it takes you a minute to go, what am I watching? What's, what's happening here? You know, like, but I kind of like that about it in a way, because I think about this sometimes when, you know, like when you're working on a book and there's a point where you just have to trust your reader that they're going to follow you where they, where you're going. Mm -hmm. And I think that what the crown does really well is it, it trusts the viewer a lot of times. Like, it's just, it doesn't mind dropping you in the middle of something and saying, Hey, you're going to have to put some dots together. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, we can't necessarily draw you a flow chart for this thing, but and I mean, not that it's difficult, but it's an interesting way to tell a story. And so I have really enjoyed yeah. getting back into it. And I'm excited to get to watch another episode tonight. So, okay. It is more nuanced, though. I did laugh. It makes me think last night I saw it was like a meme or something on Instagram. And it was like the natural way that Hallmark Christmas movies introduce a new character. And it was like, look, it's our oldest son home for Thanksgiving. You know, like the <laughs> yes. crown doesn't give you that setup. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter yesterday where a girl said that she was buying a Christmas tree and she couldn't get it off of the roof of her car when she got it home. Mm-hmm. And so a guy appeared kind of out of nowhere. And she said, y'all, he was shirtless and tattooed. And I thought, here we go. It's my Hallmark <laughs> Christmas moment. Like, <laughs> But she said, actually, she didn't really meet him. But but it felt for just a second like it was going to be her meet cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hope. So, well, I finished The Crown last night, and I thought it was good from start to finish. It held my attention, and I powered through. I watched three last night to finish it. Okay. Because uh, before that, I'd just been watching an episode at a time. But, you know, when you can't talk and your husband can't hear you, you're like, might as well just watch TV. So, this is what we're doing. It reminds me a little bit of in Luke 1. <laughs> where Zechariah cannot believe Gabriel's prophecy and he's he's made mute. Well, and Perry has, he's left for the ranch today. So he's gone. He's like, I'm probably going to stay and hunt. And I'm like, you mean you don't want to stay home and listen to me whisper at you? <laughs> Try to get my words out. That's mm-hmm. not fun. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound yeah. good to you. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I then, know it, it's the kind of thing too, that makes you think of how would this have played out when you were first married? You know, like, I feel like when you were first married, there would have been, there would have been a Walgreens run on your behalf, probably, you know, yeah, there would have been a lot of attention paid to whether or not is your throat itchy, is Mm -hmm. it scratchy, does it ache, like there would have been a lot of, lot of symptoms that you needed to break down, Mm -hmm. there would have been such an intensive level of care, 
and now it's just like, you know what? I'm out. I'm going to go away for a few days. And hopefully when I come back, you're going to be over this. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was his first question. He was like, well, do you feel bad? You know what I mean? Like it was, and it wasn't like, oh, do you feel bad? It was like an annoying, like, so you've lost your voice and you're sick, you know? Do you feel bad? I was like, no, I feel fine. I just don't have a voice. Right, right. Now he did say, and let me say that we are recording this on Tuesday, November 29th, which means that tomorrow is Wednesday, November 30th. And he told me that his landscape crew would be here to put up our Christmas lights tomorrow. You are kidding me. I know. Listen, I mean, what is happening wait, with wait my Wait a minute. Life? Wait I, a minute. Does this mean that you are not going to have to have spirited marital fellowship this Christmas season over the Christmas lights and whether or not they've been put up outside your house? Apparently not, because he said, uh, and that means November 30th. And now last night, in all fairness, he did say, what is today? The 30th? And I hesitated because I was like, I don't want him to realize he's putting up our Christmas lights before it's even December. You know, yeah but, yeah, but take the win where you can, That's, like take the win where you can. Yeah. Who says people don't change? You know, I really do. I thought about that earlier this week and I can't even remember what the context was, but it was something David and I have been talking about where he responded in a completely different way than he would have responded like, you know, 23 years ago. And I thought, really, who says people don't change? Yeah. People really do change. They do. Maybe, maybe our inherent, you know, like personality is the same, but Man, we can still flex when we need to flex. Yeah, we, we can, can do new things. We can, we do, can do new things. Uh -huh. New things. So currently our current Christmas decorations setup is we have a, a faux tree up in our bedroom that's partially decorated because I've slowly been adding ornaments to it. Okay. Um, and I'm waiting for some to come in the mail. Um, we have pumpkins and mums on our front porch and our back porch. Nice. We mm -hmm. still have Good. our um, Aggie football wreath on our front door. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to have Christmas lights up tomorrow. So listen, a little bit at a time, just it. a little bit at a time. That's it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, we'll kind of get it done. And because I'm torn, because I really, I think we're still going to do a real tree this year and I'd like to go get it tomorrow. But I'm like, if we go get that tomorrow, the odds yeah. of that thing lasting till Christmas are not good. What do you think about your faux tree? I love, listen, I love it. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I love it. It's super easy. It came in three mm -hmm. pieces. I put mm -hmm. it up. The lights are in. It looks great. Right. You can set the lights to different settings. Like, mm -hmm. like this, like I'll go ahead and do the real tree this year, but mm -hmm. like I'm going to order because I got the flocked version for our bedroom and I'm going to get the green. This I love the tree. I'm going to get the exact same tree in green for our living room. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, this is, this has really been a long time coming. I know. I'm just going to say that there are just so many products now where your house can still smell like Christmas, even yes. if you don't have the real tree. Yes. And that Pura is going to, it's going to do you right yep. in the years to come. And not to mention an abundance of candles and whatnot, but just your ability to get your tree up earlier, you know, because yes. you don't have to worry about it essentially drying up and, and dying. Yeah. Which, and not doing the lights because you know who yes. puts the lights on that real tree every year? Me. You do. And mm -hmm. I'm all scratched up and like it's mm -hmm. all it's an it's a nightmare. And so when yes. I did this other, I was like, this is the easiest thing I've ever done. Like this makes Christmas totally different. Well, I'm just as tickled for you as I can be. Well, thank you so, so much. So mm -hmm. um, okay, well, is it time for five favorites?
time for five favorites. Always happy to come in with five favorites. And this first one of my five favorites is something that I had not previously experienced until just a couple of weeks ago. I was uh, actually, I was meeting David at Chewy's, which is next door to Aerie. Mm-hmm. And I, I was waiting on him to get there. And I had, I put our name in. I was like, I'm just going to run over to Aerie and see what I can see. Okay. And what I saw, you know, they 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 take forty or forty five percent off everything about every two days, so you are you're <laughs> always going to get a sale in there. But I bought a pair of wide legged sweatpants. Oh, listen, they are so comfortable. Now they are long. Like I wear my New Balance tennis shoes with them because those are the tallest tennis shoes I have. Mm-hmm. And and they're, they're they're they are long. Now, but in this era of, you know, raw hem and whatnot, you could just cut them off if you yeah, wanted to. You could make sure. them any length you wanted to. But I love the wide-legged part. I just I don't know, sometimes it's nice if you're wearing a pair of sweatpants to just be able to flip them up, you know, mm-hmm. like especially mm-hmm. if you're wearing them while you're working in your house or doing or cooking or whatever, just flip them up. Suddenly you've got on some cool lights and then you can put them back down again. They're versatile, oh, those are but cute. I love these and they come in some really cute colors. Just now they do run a little long. I don't know. I guess I could look some of the airy stuff, you know, will come in short, but yeah. I don't know that these do. I think they're all just, it doesn't, I'm looking, I do not see a short option. Okay. But listen, I love them. They're real oh, it cute. looks like they're, they're pretty much all out of stock. Well, no, that's just in the gray though. That's just in a couple of colors. I actually love that Starburst color. I think it is so fun. And if I cheer for Auburn or Clemson or a team with orange, I'm mm-hmm. going to want to add those to my collection. They're real cute. Um, so that is my first thing. My second thing is something, this is real nerdy and I'm sorry, but Jamie <laughs> Golden told me about these. I think it was Jamie, maybe it was Aaron, but David and I are going on a trip pretty soon and Jamie mentioned that these travel compression bags are really helpful when you're when you're trying to really maximize the space in your suitcase. Now, okay. I've always seen the compression bags where then you have to hook up a vacuum hose yes. and like suction out all the air or whatever. So I ordered, I think, 12 of these. I, I think I got six in like a regular suitcase size and six in a carry-on size. They are magical. I tested them out the other night because one of the things I want to pack is my coat. Yes. But, you know, a coat is bulky. And so I folded up my coat and I put it in one of these and then you just kind of lay across it. It's like a, it's like a super Ziploc bag or something. Okay. And you get all the air out of it and just kind of mash down. And then you start to seal it as you like, just continue to press the air out. Mm -hmm. And it is like, you have had a, a, one of the bags that has the vacuum thing in it. It's crazy oh, how you, what you can get in there and how flat you can make it. It's, okay. So if anybody, it says on the instructions that you can also then roll them up and then put the rolled up bags in your suitcase. But I did not get like, I I, I don't know that I have the capacity to really like get that fancy with it, but I love the idea of being able to put some stuff in there and get it real flat yes. so that the bulky stuff is not quite so bulky. So, okay. Well, and then so, this is good because then when you're going back home, you're not going to have a vacuum in your hotel to seal this that. Is exactly back right. Up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This so is brilliant. You can, and you can use them over and over again. Yeah. So I would put it up there with the blue bags that you told us about to use to okay. move kids to college mm-hmm. in terms of like, oh, well, I did not know this existed, but 
there is a reason why it does. Okay, add to cart. I'm getting those just because you never know when you may travel and I need to be ready. That's right. You never know. You never know. Um, The next thing I actually saw for the first time at a store here in Birmingham, and I was like, yes, I I would like this. And then I've actually seen it now on Amazon, but the Times um, countertop spray that we love that was on our holiday gift guide that smells so so good. They make a laundry detergent in the oh. Fraser Fur scent. Now, I was I was like, what is this like for your laundry to smell like Fraser Fur? Yeah. I will say, one, it's it's delightful. Okay. Two, the scent is not super, super strong by the time you take your stuff out of the dryer. It's really faint. But I love it just to wash your throws and yes. your sheets and your blankets at Christmas time. Love so that. when Alex was home for Thanksgiving, I washed all his stuff. I used regular detergent and then I used I used this Fraser Fur stuff more in like the just I would put some in the wash tub, mm-hmm. you know, and just to kind of scent it. And it's great. And so I'm I just gonna that. use this through the holidays to make our laundry a little bit more festive. Oh, I don't know what cute. I don't know how far this trend can go where yeah. everything needs to smell magical, but I, I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna ride the wave is mm-hmm. something I feel pretty confident in it's saying. It's like the pumpkin. I mean, if we get to the point where it's like here are some fur scented candy canes, we're gonna be like, <laughs> you know what, we gotta draw a hard line. Yes. Um, all right. Here's my fourth thing. This is a grocery item. And, you know, I love the Tillamook products. I've loved yes. their ice cream. I love their cheese. Well, recently I've been on a bagel kick in the mornings. Like mm-hmm. when I want something before I go to Pilates, I like just this. Here's just a life tip. This is free of charge, but I like to get half a bagel and put a little butter on it. And I put it in the air fryer for four minutes. And what emerges is the most perfectly toasted bagel you have ever seen in your life. Huh? Oh, okay. And so if you just need a little something, you know, I like the Dave's killer bagels because mm-hmm. they have a lot of protein in them. And I bought kind of on a whim. I was like, I'm going to try the Tillamook cream cheese. Listen, yes. It is so delicious. I am partial to the, the very veggie. Okay. David likes the, I don't know what the name is, but it's essentially a strawberry mm-hmm. version. It is so good. And substantive and creamy. And I think sometimes cream cheese has a tendency to taste like savory cream cheese even can taste kind of sweet. Like they, I don't know, but this is really, really delicious. Okay. And, and really will convince you that that, that bagel, it's, it's just a vessel. Okay. (laughs) What you really want is the cream cheese. It's so good. Okay. And I, when I, when I start to cook again, whenever that is, I even thought like, could you use this, you know, like in a, in a dish where you might use cream cheese, like if you were doing like a, a cream potato casserole or something mm-hmm. like this very veggie cream cheese would be fantastic in that. So be on the lookout for that in your stores. Okay, I will. And then the last thing is something that I have thought about a lot over the course of the last few weeks, the couple of times Alex has been home or over the fall, I guess, when he's come home and I have gotten into his laundry, Mm -hmm. somebody gave him this laundry basket as a graduation present. And I wish Mm -hmm. I could remember who it was. And they had it monogrammed. And so we were like, Oh, that's great. Listen, this is the best laundry basket. And I, I don't know that it's designed for college kids, but let me tell you why I love it. Um, it's just, a, a, I can't even remember what it's called. It's a, I'm sure it has 74 names on it's Amazon. A, I'm looking, it's a wise life, one pack laundry hamper, 75 liter <laughs> collapsible, large laundry basket. That's just the With beginning of the title. Yes, yeah. 
But here's the thing. it One, it collapses hmm. when it's empty, oh, which okay. is really nice if you just need to get it out of the way for a second. Like it's not some big, because I think what I bought him initially was a big plastic rolling laundry basket yes. that I ended up returning because I saw that somebody had given him this one. But it's it's super lightweight, but it's sturdy. And when you like, it's the perfect size of a folded bath towel. And so you can, as you like fill the laundry basket back up with the clean laundry to send the children back to school, you start off with your foundation of towels and then, you know, you add the other stuff on top, but it's like, it's the perfect size. It's got these big handles on the side. So he like picks it up super easy. It's not at all cumbersome to move around. Mm -hmm. I just love it. And so Uh, this past weekend, I was like, I want one of these for myself. Like, it's just a great, it, it, it's really simple, but it's just lightweight and practical. And I love that it, you know, if you want to get it out of the way, you can fold it up. And I don't know that anybody's actually thinking about graduation presents right now, but this would be a go-to for me. So, okay. That is good. I kind of want to order that too, because when we redid our bathroom, I had this like broken laundry hamper that I'd had forever and I ordered what looked to be a decent size kind of basket, but I'm telling you that thing, like I could crawl inside of it and you can carry me around. It's enormous. <laughs> this is to me like the perfect size, because if I put it in the laundry room, if I'm doing laundry, it doesn't get in my way. Yeah. But, but mostly I like it because after I've, I've emptied all the clothes or I've, you know, kind of sorted everything. I can like tuck it away behind something until I'm ready to fill it back up. So it's a good one. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to order that for myself Mm -hmm. because. And it's cute. And there's different stripes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those were great. Those were great five favorites. Well, listen, I just want to commend you and your voice for just fighting the good fight with us here for this episode and making it all the way to the end. Well, I listen, I'm going to tell you that yesterday I thought we've never talked about what's going to happen if one of us can't record because of a voice situation. But I really, this morning I kind of woke up and I was like, testing, one, two, three, (laughs) testing. No, I know. I think the closest, when I had COVID and had that fever that wouldn't die, I feel like that I thought at that point, like, huh? So what if one of us ever finds ourselves in the hospital? Yeah. Like, what are, what are we going to do? And I really thought, well, if it's Melanie, I'm just going to call Gully. Yeah. I mean, not that I wouldn't want to tend to you if you were in the hospital. <laughs> not, that, not that my priority would be, but the podcast. But I thought, well, I could call Gully and she could fill in. And I thought you could call Travis That's and he I could thought. fill in for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But, but this was, this one snuck up on us. Like we didn't have a lot of, of warning about this one. No, uh -uh. it was, I mean, you, you felt like it was coming and I agreed. I mean, I was like, yeah, I probably am going to be hazel by the end of the week. I didn't know that I was going to be like no voice by the end of the week, but I didn't also didn't anticipate that the Aggies were going to win their game and I was going to have something to cheer for. You know what I'm saying? Changed it, changed it all. Well, we're very glad that you're better and very happy for you and the good football fortune that you had this past weekend. Listen, so. both of us, both of us. Yeah, I know, I know. We ended on a win, and, yeah, we and we've we've got one more, but you know that that's low stakes. The yeah. bowl game is low stakes to me. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, I'm so glad we got through this. I'm glad that y'all all joined us, and um, we will be back next week, and hopefully, I'll sound more like my normal self. 
Okay. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.